everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. Today, we're talking Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 118 from April the 30th of 1994. We are back and as unprofessional as ever because we're the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. As you heard Jim Cornette say at the top of this show, I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. We are still in Anderson County High School in Clinton, Tennessee. No new venue, which means no new demographics. Doc, how you doing this morning, man? Blessed, blessing, wrestling. Let's get this motherfucker on the road, pal. Yeah, let's, Total, let's go. We got, we got big things brewing in the Smoky Mountains, and it would be a, a, a complete mis- miscarriage of justice. We would abort the baby if we didn't get right in there to it. Yep. So it is Smoky Mountain Wrestling episode 118, April the 30th of 1994, like I said. So we're going to jump right up into this Hold thing. Hold on. Harper, how are you right. doing this morning? I'm God, just you're ready. You just you're said you're ready to roll, you asshole. Yeah. yeah, I'm ready to roll, but that doesn't discount Harper's feelings. That man, you're an ass. Harper, how you doing? Shit over with. There oh, okay. See? Well, Harper's ready to roll. He's having problems with the World Wide Web this morning. Yeah, so, fuck uh... this shit. <laughs> I want to go back to the days of fax machines. Why not, man? It was a simpler time, dude. You got to, yeah. as we as we discussed just last night, but maybe a couple of weeks ago on the show, that was back in the days when you could just jerk it to some lingerie magazines instead know, of the, right? the filth that were probably is half the reason why your website won't load. If, yeah. if you have, if you haven't listened to the NWA show by this point from July 25th, 1987, which I have no clue why you wouldn't have. That is right. one for the ages, and you need to go back and listen to Because one, Daryl Van Horn is on that episode. And two, we get into just some, some just insane topics about Harper talking about, remember when you didn't have porn at your disposal and couldn't type in big booty Dude. or big big titty hose, and you would look at uh, lingerie magazines to crank one off? So, yeah. You're yeah, yeah, fucking go. jerking off to, like, the... The porn that was all scrambled. Yeah, scramble titty. Yeah, remember that? You you, you start jerking off, and it's like a, a green tit. It's like, I see a nipple, then it's like the guy's fucking elbow. You're like, fuck, I'm jerking off some guy's elbow. Am I queer? And then, and then you just like, fuck it. Just like, let's just finish it off. Go home, brother. And then and then you finish, and it's like NyQuil, right? Yeah. Peace That's out. That's it. We got to go home, Q. Let's ride off into the sunset, Teddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, again, we're at April 30th, 1984, Smoky Mountain Rest on episode 118. Les Thatcher and Bob Cottle open up the show. Dutch is gone, remember. And we get an announcement that Bruiser Bedlam will take on Tracy Smothers for the TV title. And then more info on the Volunteer Slam and Les's personality profile will be the Thrill Seekers. There's that. Um, Doc, anything from the opening? Not a damn thing. Harper? That's roll. Nothing. And first matchup, Anthony Michaels and Bobby Blaze versus Well Done. Les and Bob, once again, are trying to figure out which one is well and which one is done. Les Les makes a good point during the match, and he mentions that if Well Done want to make a name for themselves, well, you got to beat a few teams first. And, uh, you know, he's pretty much right. Uh, Well Done does get the win. Well Done wins the match. Whichever one made the pin, I'm not really sure. But he gave Anthony Michaels a serious set of chin nuts. I mean, his balls were, and his ball sack were all over that dude's chin and mouth. Was this the match when they he like flies off the top rope? And, and yeah, it's at three thirteen, Mike. What are they doing? I think I watched it a couple of times, and I was like, "What the fuck were they trying to do?" Um, 
That was I think it's some, a three thirteen. Okay. Uh, if it's if it's you talking about where he's on the top and then bounces back and kind of does a yeah backflip type deal, Harper. I, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It just looked like some luchador shit. I think. I mean, that's the only that's the best way I can describe it. I don't I don't know how right. to, to put it. Should should um, two guys built like well done, well done be doing a bunch of luchador shit when they're the second heel tag team in a regional promotion? No. I mean, Thank it was you. only one move though. Yeah, they don't have music. They don't even have music, dude. They have music, bro. What a bunch of losers. They they still don't have music. Man, uh, come on. I, I just what I wanted to know about this match was did Bobby pull creative control and say, "Look, brother, pin me, pay me, but I'm not eating the pin." Mm. Did you notice? You notice Anthony Michaels ate that pin. Yeah. Oh, he did more than eat a pin. Mm-hmm. He ate a nut. I mean, Sometimes he, he, you feel like, like a nut. Yeah, he he had a whole fucking mouthful of salty balls on that one. Man, why do you, what do you do to your nuts? I mean, they get sweaty, bro. What do you want me to say? They get salty. They do, man. They're like Is big that... old. They're like big old black French fries. <laughs> it's full of salt. Is that is that feedback you've received? How do you know this? Because is this feedback you've received from? from you never listen from, to like any of Rudy Ray Moore's uh, com. Um, I don't know what that is. Uh, or Dolomites, like uh, <laughs> Dolomite. <laughs> you ever listen to Dolomite uh, comedy? No. I mean, no. yeah, that's where I get all some of those references from about salty. Balls I just thought. And, well, I just thought maybe you know, gosh, gosh, menace, your balls are so salty. Mm, Hopper knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, well, I, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> Let's keep, keep going. This is why Daryl Van Horn, when he talks about this show, says, You sons of bitches are some dirty bastards. <laughs> and it's Jezebel. Pot and kettle there, devil. Pot and kettle. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So we go to a promo after this match. It's Bob Armstrong, and he's going to throw it to what he calls a, a well, I'll say just a major surprise. Let's listen to what uh, uh, Bob Armstrong has to say to Bob Cottle right now. Here it is. All right, fans, what's shaping up to be, I think, the biggest day ever in Smoky Mountain Wrestling is the Volunteer Slam, May 20th in Knoxville. And here's Commissioner Bob Armstrong. That's, that's going to be a day to be remembered. It'll be remembered, and you can bet your life on that. Everybody knows already that the macho man Randy Savage is on his way to Knoxville. Yes, sir. He's going to take care of Bruiser Bedlam. But the news I promised everybody about the Dirty White Boy's title defense, I've got it finalized. The contract is signed. The Dirty White Boy will meet Jake the Snake Roberts. Wow. Now, that's a mean man. Yes, sir. He's hurt a lot of people. He's despicable. He didn't get that name Snake just given to him. He earned it because he's mean as a striped snake in a cornfield, if you know what I mean. He don't mind hurting you. And I believe this will be Dirty White Boy's toughest title defense. But, you know, the Dirty White Boy didn't have that title given to him. He earned that title. It'll be the toughest test. And, and rather than just talk about Jake the Snake Roberts, we got some word from him. Why don't we take a look at it, Bob? Education. Questions? Let's just see just how smart you are. It's people of Tennessee and Kentucky, Smoky Mountain. It's not going to be easy. I'll keep them real simple. Who was the man that dropped Andre the Giant? Who was the man that played with Randy Savage like a toy? Who was the man that made Rick Rude's life miserable? Who was the man that had Sting this close to quitting professional wrestling? Who was the guy that the WWF would not even think of putting Hulk Hogan in the ring with? Got it, Chet? Who was the man that invented the DDT? Who is the man that does exactly what he wants to? <laughs> well, we know those answers, don't we? The answer to those is very simple. The answer is the same. It's Jake the Snake Roberts. So that was easy. What I need to know is, who the hell is a dirty white boy? Oh, you see, she said he is the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion. Not for long. May 20th, 
the man will be Jake the Snake Roberts. Like it or not. And you won't. All right. All right, let's stop right there. Uh, Doc, what's your thoughts? My thoughts at the beginning center around, well, I, uh, let's see what Harper said. This was great, man. I mean, okay, he didn't, he didn't notice what I noticed. What's that? Dude, look at those I, shoes. I, I, I did. Oh, now, Doc. Those old beat up tennis shoes you say he's wearing. Yeah, I, I noticed it, Doc. Now, and, and I was, it was the first thing I looked at because you told me about it during the week. I didn't note it when I was watching it originally, but yeah. Those are uh, the shoes of a drug addict right there. <laughs> Cause, That's nice. Because nobody his age is wearing those at that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so gonna say that those. He I got it. I'm looking at it right now, Doc. And the tongue on that shoe is yeah. just flapping in the wind. The right. laces are just beat to shit. Those <laughs> shoes. Put it this way: those shoes are. I don't know about y'all, but I still do it to this day. I, I will wear shoes until they break down. Holes, literally. holes, holes. Right, they got out. Thing, bro. Holes in them. Yeah, I do I mean, it till yeah. I'm at the gym, and I realize I got the shittiest pair of tennis shoes on, and that's when I change them out. Bro, I'm like Doc and I are the same way. We we will wear those bitches until they're flapping, like the soles are coming off the bottom and there are holes in them. Um, Jake's shoes right here are worse than that. I mean, they they just like like. Doc said, "They, they. What did you say, Doc? They look like a drug addict's shoes, right? I'm not sure he's the first person to own those shoes. <laughs> That's a nice asshole. All right, so uh, Harper, keep going. Um, it was a great fucking promo. Oh, I, it's I'm just, fantastic. And it's yeah. just like Arn Anderson. What he said? That's not true. Yeah, it's all true. And." And what is a dirty white boy? Yeah. Dude, he also got to dig in on the simpletons in that part of the world, too. I'm going to keep yeah. the words real small. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, what else you have from it? Um, Dude, he's awesome. So let's, let's put that out there, dude. This is, and, and furthermore, Corny is hitting the gas pedal here because he's bringing in Jake the Snake and Macho Man for this event. Let's put that all in context. That's a big deal. Yeah. That is, that, that is a big deal. Um, so, so my note here was there's a lot to talk about, but through all of it, he's spitting some truth. Um, and one thing Jake always says about his promos is, I didn't come out and say I was going to kill somebody or shoot somebody. I always said what I said was what I was going to do. And then I did it. So he just said he was going to take the championship. Interesting. See that gut on him though. Yeah. Well, just 94. <laughs> um, yeah. I got, well, enough, drug, I got something drugs else. Do a lot to you, man. Um, the, 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 Drugs do a lot to you. A lot of people think you're just going to be skinny because you're a crackhead, but, you know, not always. Uh, Where are they cutting this? Is that a hotel lo motel lobby? Is that a house? Where yeah, are yeah, I don't, yeah. I thought the same thing, Harper. I don't know. Is that his house? There you go. There's another question for the Jim Cornette uh, drive-thru, everyone. We talked about this on July 25th, a few weeks ago, on 1987 NWA show. Where, Where did, did Jake, Jake cut his incoming promos for Smoky Mountain? Was it in a crack den or a crack house? That's nice, Doc. What? Um, how high, do on a scale of 1 to 10, do we think Jake's there? 1994. Uh, Doc, we can't hear you. You're like breaking up. You're yeah. like, um, you cut up. Yeah, you're cutting up. Well, man. get that out in post, okay? I can't. I mean, I can't. But I, 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 your question was how high I got that much is Jake right okay, here? Okay, well, um, how high do you think he is right there? Doc uh, Harper, what, how, how high do you think? Jake I, is? He don't seem fucked up. Right. I thought the same thing. Okay. A cocaine addict doesn't isn't that mellow right there. Yeah, man. Might so you he, know. 
He didn't snort a line before he did this or a few hours before. He's all right right there. He might have had some booze in him. What do you think Jake smells like right there, Doc? Oh, oh, God. oh God, that was my what next question. Fuck. What do you think those shoes smell like? God, what do you think that that fucking tracksuit he's wearing probably smells like? How many yeah. days in a row is this him wearing that? Oh God. How, <laughs> Jake? How do you get your shoes to smell like ass? <laughs> Better question. How bad? You were, this... you were, okay, so hold on, because just to, again, I need to point this out. Just two years later, you're on the road in small promotions, right? Traveling indie wrestler. You know, so you've told me stories about guys just not washing their gear. Jesus right? Christ. Yes. So it, there's already a built-in proclivity to be dirty. And then you're a drug addict. That may be Bro. day 10. That could be easily day 10 on that tracksuit. Man, I used to get home, and one of the first things I did was open my bag and like, and and like at least take my stuff out to to at least because I lived in an apartment, so I didn't have like a, a washing machine. Um, like r- immediately, I could throw the stuff in. If I did, I I would have. Um, at least to like air out, so I'd like you know at least pull it out, man. I knew dudes and I know dudes still do do this today just because they don't have a, a, any other way to do it. Especially if they're on the road, like, you know, four or five days a week, you know, this shit just stays in their bag, man. And that shit just, just like fucking starts growing, uh, yeah. mold and just stench all over it, man. It's, it's kind of pathetic how, how much that, how bad like gear can smell. So I, and then you got a guy like him who probably didn't even give two shits about stuff like that. So, his bag and gear probably smelled like shit. <laughs> I mean, you've heard the stories about Vader, right? Like how? Oh yeah, talk Stinky about Vader. Ba- Rest yeah. in peace. Rest in peace, Vader. I mean, I'm not taking a shot at him, but like that's what people say about him. But I can only imagine, man, how 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 bad Jake shit smelled. And you know, if you listen to the 605, there's a story about Jake drinking piss. So if a man will drink Ugh. piss, if a man will drink piss, um, what does right. his gear smell like? Yeah. We used to yeah, watch I agree, Doc. Drink, drink piss when uh we used to go down to the quarter. When I was like in my late teens or whatever, and if and a friend of ours used to bartend like those little like like the big ass beer stands or whatever. So yeah. like the, the cheap head beer, and we used to piss in a cup and then go across the street and put it on top of the garbage can. And watch those fucking drunk, fucked up homeless people walk by <laughs> because it, you know, it fucking looks like beer. You got a can, a cup full of piss, right? And I used to grab it, gonna drink it. <laughs> we used to be like, oh, here comes, here comes one. <laughs> you just drink wrong piss. with you. Why you gotta pick on those people? You should have been down there robbing fucking frat boys. Yeah, Harper. You're a dirty bastard for that. Oh shit, that's the worst. <laughs> that's that's great. terrible, bruh. <laughs> that shit was awesome. And the thing is, man, those bums and winos he's talking about, they will drink anything because they're thirsty, man. Yeah, right. I, They'll drink somehow. anything because they're fucking winos. And you know what? Everybody listening to this, y'all are all bastards too because y'all call me a heel. There's your most heelish behavior <laughs> you've ever heard on this show. Copper pissed in a cup and fed it to a wino. But I just tell you sons of bitches the truth and y'all get upset. <laughs> He's down there poisoning winos with his fucking metery urine. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay. All right. Let's keep it moving. Um, I think we got our Jake thoughts out the way unless you got anything else, Doc. This is just big deal, man. Macho Jake, this promotion Big feuds, big names. Let's get it on. All right. So we go now to a promo uh, from, I think, the Dirty White Boy is up next. Um, uh, and then it's going to be followed by a replay from last week with Kendo the Samurai spraying the mist in Dirty White Boy's face. So I'm going to play the first part with Dirty White Boy. Um, and then after the replay, Dirty White Boy will continue talking. So uh, here's the first part of it. Here it is. All right, fans, with us right now, Commissioner again, Bob Armstrong and the Dirty White Boy. 
I, let's just hope this man here is in condition to really wrestle and be at his best against Jake the Snake. Well, like I said before, uh, Tony, it's going to be a tough test, but this, the contract is finalized. You've got to face Jake the Snake, and I know you didn't get that title easy, and I know you're a fighter, but you know Jake is a mean, mean man. That's right. You're exactly right, Bullet. He is a very, very mean man, Jake the Snake Roberts, one of the most evilest and sickest human beings I have ever met in my entire life. I mean, it's bad enough to have to go up against Jake the Snake with two good eyes. Well, I'm handicapped. I got one. <laughs> but Jake the Snake, no matter what it takes, one eye, one arm, one leg, it don't matter to me. I will be there defending this title. And I believe you've got a little piece of uh, film showing what happened last week to people that might not have seen what happened. If you would, if you please show All right, and right now, let's go back and see what happened to the dirty white boy's eye, the reason for that patch. It occurred last week's fans. Let's watch it right here. Okay, so uh, before we keep going, Doc, any thoughts on the dirty white boy right there? Man, I wouldn't listen. What did he say? His eye hurts. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got a question for this. Okay, Menace. If you got two good eyes and then you just patched one, how hard would it be to wrestle with that? Oh, I that actually got a, I actually got a note, um, like for next week because I think he wrestles next week. Yeah, he does. But I, I just yeah, that, that's imp- it's just just put something over your eye right now and just try to go walk around in the grocery store and over one eye and see how easy it is. You lose all. All yeah. like depth perception, so you're just kind of plus you're winging it with just one side. It's it fucks you up, man. I I don't. I again. Yeah. Next so my week, question is, how hard I don't know is how he wrestles do, in it. Well, and then if you're the guy that he's getting ready to beat, dude, how about you be good with that clothesline, pal? Yeah, I, I I'm with you, man. It's it's very hard. Hell, it's hard you for him to go out you, there and cut a promo with that high fucking you know taped up because he can't see the camera well, said, i mean go ahead well you've told us in the past and this is what got me thinking this is that even putting on a hood is super hard then i was like dude but just taping up an eye is gonna completely fuck you up yeah that fucks you up bad yeah fuck that yeah hopper you got that any missed, thoughts on that that missed is no joke pal that had to Why be a pain you? and a fucking ass to deal with that why are you talking about this like it's real? <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, okay. All right, let's keep going, because after they show White Boy getting sprayed by the samurai again with the mist, um, Dirty White Boy is going to finish off the promo. Here it is. Of course, we didn't have any idea what that was, where you're going to be permanently blinded or what, but that was a despicable act. Well, the doctors don't know. I've got to wear this for you know a few more weeks, and I can't get any sunlight to it or anything yeah. like that. But what happened was, I got Pearl Harbored by a slanted-eyed, suck-wearing-nothing-happening geek. Now, boy, you come over here to the U.S. of A. and start trying to blow something around out of your mouth, trying to get rid of all the Americans. Well, it won't happen because you're looking at the top dog in the Smoky Mountain area. I worked long and hard for this title, and I'll be damned if I let somebody like you and that little bitty closet queen, Daryl Van Horn, get the better of the dirty white boy. So like I said before, you sit it up and you bring your army on. Because the white boy don't back down from nobody. And Daryl Van Horn and that goofy, stinking Jap, we got a saying in East Tennessee. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, and I'm going to kick your ass. All right, fans, from the Dirty White Boy, we'll be back. Don't go away. Let's take this time out. Hopper, any thoughts on the white boy right there? He just called Daryl Van Horn a queer. Yeah, he did. And apparently putting a patch over your eye doesn't stop you from cutting a kick-ass promo. Yeah. Imagine being gay in this area back then. Ugh. Well, you know, and he said, we have a saying around here. I think that saying comes from the Bible, though. <laughs> it does. And he, he threw a whole bunch of racially tinged. Yeah, you slanted eye, motherfucker. 
Oh, he. he I like how. He, I like how we're funny. How bad it was. I like how we're relitigating the World War II, which is at, at this point what fifty something years old. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing because. Hey man, oh. you know those old, but you know old timers, man. They still won't buy like a Japanese vehicle, man. I'm like bullshit. Yeah. American cars fucking fall apart. I'm getting my asses. I'm getting was, my ass a Honda, pal. I was, I was uh, at Firestone one day. I'm sorry you say that. And um, and this good old fucking old Texas boy is in there. I mean, he's a fucking redneck if you ever seen one. And he starts talking to me about cars. And one, here's the thing. Travis Reigns, I know you're a hell of a mechanic. You've been listening to this show for a million years, and thank you very much. But I, I always tell you, I don't know shit about cars. I this know how to mother- put gas in them and drive them, pal. And I, I can I, make them. And just getting the oil changed and the air filter done, I can make them some bitches last years. Yes, exactly. I do all my just like my maintenance. Sho- but- just like my shoes. I drive it till there's a hole in it. That's right. I bring it. I, I get my normal maintenance shit done. I always. I'm on top of stuff like that, but I don't do it myself. That's that's my point. This fucking old Texas dude. Old. Uh, he had to be a good fifty. I'd say twenty years older than me. Uh, which which doesn't really mean he's around during World War Two times, but I guess he's in a generation where, um, the Japanese were still the devil. Uh, I guess is is what I'm trying to say. Anyway, he. I'm in there and getting the fucking oil change in the Toyota we got for for the for the misses and and um probably a rotation balance a couple other things I'm getting some normal maintenance shit done on it and he starts talking about car what kind of drive, car you drive boy so well I'm here for my wife's car boy boy there's first signal yeah I said I'm here for my you say I'm here my people my... my people don't take kindly to being called boy sir no I no no bro. It takes a lot more than, than than shit like that to offend me. Anyway, he's uh, yeah. What kind of car are you about? I said, uh, my wife's car is Toyota. I don't drive no fucking rice burner. Well, good for you, motherfucker. I mean, what? You, like that was his response to me. I don't drive no fucking rice burner. And I, I had to stop for a second. I was like, what? <laughs> I, Doc, I think I told you this story before. Did I, I don't tell you know. this? You talk a lot. Okay, so then, then he starts, uh, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't support them fucking Japanese, I drive a Ford. Okay. All right, whatever you say, pal. I, I like, dude, so let's say he's 65, now again, he's, 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 he's a couple generations before us, but still, or one generation at least. This dude was like, he ain't driving no fucking Japanese car because in his terms, that's a rice burner. <laughs> I was like, Damn. All right, good for I you, guarantee dude. That I I guarantee you that Daddy Doc looks at me and goes, "Why do you buy those Japanese cars, <laughs> bro? I ain't got nothing against them. I wish they hadn't bombed us, but those the people that are there now, that isn't their choice. <laughs> wasn't my choice. <laughs> the fucking make all, cars are better than the American ones. If I've we owned. go back, if we go back and bomb them again, they can't keep making Playstations, pal. Oh shit! <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So, but no, to the point uh, you made. Japan, for me, Japan, this is going to piss a bunch of people off. <laughs> Japan made up Japan made up for for Pearl Harbor by coming out with the Nintendo. And- <laughs> That's true, huh? That's that, was like their peace, that was like their peace offering for Pearl Harbor. Yeah, mine was like Super Mario Brothers and, and fucking Voltron cartoons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Y'all are dirty. I mean, once that happened, it's like, yeah, but we're cool. I got Voltron. You no, know, yeah. you know, we got a bunch of those military dudes that are out there listening to us, and, and they put up with our shit, but this may be a <laughs> this, this might be the end of it. They're like, fuck those guys. Calm down, everybody. Just calm down. We're, we're all... having Smoky Mountain fun. That's all yes. this is. It's some Smoky Mountain fun. You know what's funny? I mean, so this kid- is night. This is '94, Harper and Doc, and and white boys using the term Pearl Harbor. That was like a to me growing up. That was a Wattsism. Like Watts would always oh, yeah. say that. Iron Sheik Pearl Harbor. <laughs> he Pearl Harbored him. He Pearl Harbored him, and he's losing it. I let let me say ne- neither one of y'all said this. He called him a slant-eyed, sock-eyed, head-wearing geek. Yeah, yep. no. Nah. What the fuck? All right. Wait. I know. Jesus ought Christ. Be, ought to be a heel line, but it's not. But he delivered it so well, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, Hopper. Any other thoughts before we get to this next part that you want to laugh at? What? Nah. The, ki- the Kindle to Samurai. Let's go. Yeah. yeah okay. let's, the let's fuck? Go. All right, let me tell All you right. something leading into this shit. That's the definition of a crowd that just died. I would have to agree as we say that. So we got Brian Logan versus Kendo the Samurai with Daryl. <laughs> yeah, no, huh? With Daryl Van Horn. <laughs> Darryl oh, Van Horn. God. Uh, this match, literally, my notes. I'm going to read it verbatim. This match put me to sleep. Kendo wins with some kind of weird nerve hole on the throat area. And oh, even my Bob, God. Was that so fucking horrible? Even Bob and Les uh, don't know what to call it. And that was my note from that. Um, Harper, any thoughts uh, before I go to this fucking promo? From the fucking... What was it called? The Victory Bridge? The 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 Natural Bridge. Yeah, the fucking Natural Bridge to this shit. It's like, man, everything... That's just garbage to garbage. I got I got a couple of notes here. First of all, that's Ryan Logan's debut. And did y'all notice he's from Beckley, West Virginia? So I'm sure that right while he was in the match, the BTT sharecropper was busy impregnating his girlfriend. That's nice, Doc. What? <laughs> Ryan Logan's little baby comes out and it's half black. What's he going to think? I mean, at that point, there's only so many people to choose from that have done it because it's Beckley and there's only six white uh, black men. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh, okay so here's my note about this when Horner wrestled as Tim Horner he was so nondescript that nothing stood out except that bridge but now when he's Kendo the Samurai I can't help but see that that's Tim Horner wrestling and all of <laughs> normal things it's bad that we know that's Horner that's the problem well too. Well, here's the other thing. You can't unknow that, unlearn right. that. If I, is my I, I get that, but Horner, when he when Horner's just standing there, I don't know. This is a hard one to explain. Horner's Horner's a thick dude for a dude, but he's not for a white white guy wrestler. But he's not built like a Japanese guy. I don't know. He just looks I, weird I, and dirty. Yeah, and it gets more weird in the. I get you, and it's about to be even stupider in this promo. Yeah. Well, let's get there, pal. Our, <laughs> our good friend, friend of the show, frequent, the show. Listener, frequent listener, your friend and mine, Daryl Van Horn. Yeah, let's go to it. Daryl Van Horn with Kendo the Samurai promo. Here it is after the match. Your winner, and right now Bob's going to talk with Daryl Van Horn. All right, an impressive debut there for Kendo the Samurai, Daryl Van Horn. I, I got to ask you, that hole uh, when he put the opponent right out, some type of nerve hole, I think, in the neck. <laughs> Just the first of many to drop here. You know, I told everybody I was bringing in Kendo the Samurai and that he was going to make big, big changes in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Who was the first victim? None other than the Dirty White Boy. Yeah. Dirty White Boy, you like to come out here and huff and puff with that big baritone voice. You know, I bet you're a big Lee Marvin fan, but your cornbread and collard greens wrestling ethic did you no good because you thought you'd gotten through Prince Karis, but you found out that the Van Horn organization is just like a Hydra. If you cut off one limb, eight more will come to take its place. This man right here, get the camera in on him, you idiot. This man has the speed of a cat. He can't be stopped. He is the mighty Kendo the Samurai. People are going to get hurt, but worst of all, worst of all, the dirty white boy is walking around. You can't see, you know, he's kind of like Popeye or maybe even Paul Morton. Well, dirty white boy, you're not worthy to be a champion. You know, you got that bald head and those big bosoms. You kind of look like Dolly Parton without her wig on. Well, like I said, this man is changing wrestling. This man is going to be the next Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion because if Jake Roberts does not stop you, Kendo the Samurai surely will. Don't go away, fans. We'll be back right after this. Okay, Harper. <laughs> you you hinted at this before we started. Go ahead. <laughs> what were you thinking? Dude, when he's standing there swinging those fucking nunchucks around. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first note. Too. That shit was great. He's like a kid. Like just some kids sitting there playing with some toy fucking nunchucks. 
Yeah, my note was, what if he hit himself in the nuts with him? That's <laughs> what I kept waiting for. <laughs> Balls himself, and he's been over while Van Horn's got the promo. Bruh. Y'all think that when he was fucking Pam, Pam Lawson, he, like, jumped into Whoa. the ring? Allegedly. You think when he was uh, allegedly banging Pam Lawson, he, he like, jumped to the room with, with that mask on and started swinging those fucking nunchucks around? Like, I put the karate chop that ass, girl. Oh, damn. Better than when he busted his nut, he shot mist in her face. <laughs> How's the advertising coming? Call, call. What y'all don't know is I'm, I'm I've replayed it like six times in front of me already with him with those nunchucks. He looks like the biggest fucking moron I've ever seen in my life. Uh, you're Nothing right. about you screams Japanese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> okay, uh, Harper, what else, man? <laughs> I just enjoy watching him swing those fucking nunchucks around. Yeah. Uh, Doc, your thoughts? Big bosoms. Yeah, man. Big bosoms. God. Hey, I got, a, I got a question. How long would it take you to be passed out if you went out on a night on the town with Jake and Jake the Snake and Daryl Van Horn in 1994? Well... Hmm. I'd say pretty quickly you'd 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 be done. Because you were because you were nineteen or eighteen at this point. Yeah. So you weren't going to be old man holding your booze. No, I wasn't. That's why. That's why um, Rod Price used to tell me I'd have never made it with Dick Murdoch. Which Daryl Van Horn tells a great Dick Murdoch story on the on the show when he was on. Um, yeah, man, you'd be pretty shit faced pretty quickly. Especially if you let them sucker okay. you into it. Let you what? Let them what? Sucker you into it. Like, meaning that you you, you want to, like, show that, you know, oh, I can hang. And, and then you end up hang, trying to hang and Jake here's slips a pro- you a roofie or some shit. Yeah, here's a pro tip if you're going to hang out with guys like that is take your drink to the restroom. Because putting, so, putting a napkin over it's not going to be sufficient. Right. Isn't that fucking stupid, bro? I see fucking women do that. Like that's gonna stop. Like, oh, she got a napkin on a drink. You know, I'm a that's dirty a- enough. I'm a dirty enough bastard that I'm willing to dope your drink. Right. So, oh no, a napkin. You're right. Uh huh. That's the bulletproof vest. That's gonna stop me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. White girl logic. Becky, poor Becky. Becky. Boy, you nailed it with that. A man your napkin, you're gonna put your napkin on your drink. And wake up in the morning, wonder why your butthole hurts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm, I'm spotting. I'm spotting for my anus. Jesus Christ! Come on, Doc. <laughs> Anything else, nice. Doc? From Kendo to Samurai here. Oh, that's enough. All right, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, we get a plug for the Volunteer Slam Three, 1994. It's the third annual Slam. Um, I don't have much from it at this point. We'll talk more about that in weeks to come. And then we go to Les Thatcher's personality profile with the Thrill Seekers, which is interrupted by Well Done. Um, Doc, did you have thoughts from this? I thought I... it was I thought it was pretty bad all the way through. The only note I wouldn't play it. The only note I had was Jericho was talking about how well they were being accepted as being Canadians, and I was like, dude, try being brown in that part of the world. That's nice, Doc. Hubber, any thoughts from you? I, it, it wasn't it wasn't anything spectacular. It, it actually just leads to a an announced match between well not, well done and the thrill seekers. I, and I, the whole point of it was that not necessarily the the actual promo and them talking about the personality. It was we we need yeah. To cause I, I was thinking, did we all did we already see him do something like this? Well, yeah. I mean, they've, they've been introduced in the Smoky Mountain, so the whole yeah. personality pro it, it was. It was like a mirage. It, the, the personality profile wasn't the intent of this. The intent of this yeah. was to was to be able to weave into why there's a match between the two, which that's fine. I was mean, the I think fir- they did was well. the further the angle that we're gonna blow off next week. It, it, that's all. Yeah, that's what it was about. That's what it was about right here. So, um, and that that was basically my my note from it. So, uh, are we good to keep keep going, Doc? 
Sure, my friend. All right. So then we go to Bullet Bob, who throws us to a Macho Man video package with Yokozuna. Let me uh, hit play on that, um, at least Bullet Bob's portion of it, and here it is. Armstrong with us, and Commissioner, not too far off now, May 20th, Volunteer Slam, Knoxville. What a day that's going to be. The biggest and the best. Everybody's yeah. talking about it. Everybody knows Jake the Snake is coming to town to try to get the title, but he's got a tough man. Although he's hurt, Dirty White Boy can still get the job done. And my man, Macho Man's Randy Savage, I'm going to have the best seat in the house, standing in his corner and hoping that James Cornette sticks his nose in because I'll be open for business. And rather than talk about it any longer, let's hear from the Macho Man himself. And like I said before, oh, yeah. All right, fans, watch it right here. I wish right, B.A. would have said, I wish B.A. would have said, freak out, freak out. Well, we're going to hear from Macho Man shortly. What all, all Bob Armstrong was doing right there was he throws it to a match between Macho and Yokozuna. Um, and then, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got a couple of questions here. What's yeah. that? Who was that on color with Benz? Uh, that was uh, uh, Let's the guy that managed Adam Bomb, wasn't it? The little bitty guy? Harvey Whippleman? Is, is, is that him? Let me see. Hold on. Savage! Coming now. Off the rope. No, he's going to the outside. Savage, high risk maneuver. Savage all the way to the top. Patented Randy Savage down in a bucket of hair. Look, Ozuna, still on his feet now. Shut up, man. Jesus. He's down. This is going to be the moment for Randy Savage. Just the pinnacle of his career. I don't know who that was. He said kick out, kick out at the end. I don't know who that was. My first thought on it, it's not him, was is that Stan Lane that's gone up there? But it's not. And Vince is over-commentating like a son of a bitch. I'd like to see Vince give Vince some notes about that commentating. Yeah, he was pretty over the top. Okay, so here's my other note watching this match. Savage is great here. Why did Vince think he was too old and start trying to phase him out in this calendar year of 94? Yeah, this was what, a fun little match to watch. Yeah, what a mistake from Vince, man. Savage was awesome in the ring, and he's like, you're too old, pal. Let's get you up into the booth. Bullshit. No, it's funny. Yeah, Hold on. I'm going to look up how old Randy was right here. Because the, the funny part is, so Randy was born in 1952. That means in so 19. That means he's 42. That means he's 42. And now Vince will put on a 50. Will put 50 year olds out there like it's nothing. Yeah, I mean fucking Hogan's gonna be in Saudi Arabia. You saw that shit? I Jesus saw it. Christ! Why does he just come out there and wear a hood? Jesus. <laughs> My point is, um, I mean we've got a match at that show. I think. I think it's Undertaker. I don't know. I, I saw the. I saw it on Twitter. So if I'm wrong, please correct me. I think it's Undertaker versus Undertaker and Kane versus uh, Triple H and 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 uh, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> but but no. To go back to what Doc said. I mean, Randy's 42 here, and he's trying being to being phased out. out. Way to go. Yeah. And still, hell of a hell of a talent can move around. Look at him like a hit them ropes. Who hits the ropes like that? Yeah. All right. Anything else, Doc? Before we go to actually Macho Man's promo here, because this is freak this out, is good. Freak out. Yeah. Let's let's hear from Macho Man. This is his like first promo coming into Smoky Mountain. Here it is. Hey, willing and able. Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Look out. Yeah, red light alert. Because the Macho Man is coming to town. Yeah. And I'm going to be ready, ready, ready. Yeah, do you understand that, Bullet Bob? I'm the man that you chose, and I'm flattered. Because, not only because of your problems with Jim Cornette, but I have the same problems, too, in the World Wrestling Federation, and that killer. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Jim Cornette. And I'm talking about the guts and the gall that you got to take a guy called Bruiser Bentham and to think that you're going to get the first base on me. Well, I got a problem with that. Yeah, and I'm calling you on the carpet. Yeah, May the 20th, Knoxville, Tennessee. The Coliseum's gonna walk and 
roll. Yeah, it is. And Bullet Bob Armstrong, you're going to be real proud of me. Yeah, you are. When that music plays and I walk down that aisle, it's going to be all macho madness. And Bruiser Bedlam, you're going to wish that you were any place. But right there at that particular time, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, get ready. Made a 20th look out. Yeah. Well, macho man in the house. Uh, Hopper, what you got? Fuck, man. These are some lucky fucking motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. They getting macho. They getting Jake. Jeez. I mean, they getting top of the line talent coming in. Took a couple of years, but this promotion's going to be something, man. I wonder if they're <laughs> still in business. <laughs> yeah, man. So he's macho. not on drugs, but Jake is. What? <laughs> I know. Macho. Okay, so, so good, here, here's man. a little nugget for you if you've never done this. At some point, Google Dan Soder. S O D E R. He's a comedian. And he does a macho man that's better than Jay Lethal. Really? It's, it is fucked. And he looks like, man, he looks like a young nerdy white dude and he opens his mouth and it's better than lethal and you know i love jay lethal beyond belief and lethal's awesome and he does a fantastic job but it's better i'll look it up when we're done okay you do that man. Le- 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 lethal is lethal is definitely good lethal does a great macho and rick flair absolutely yeah uh, Harper, uh, uh, Doc, anything else you got from that? Do you think that Macho, after listening to him, started Flat Earth Theory? <laughs> no. Okay. No. <laughs> no. Uh, that actually started 500 plus years ago. Oh. And it made a comeback like anything else in this world. Okay. Everything makes a comeback. You ever notice that? Every, everything. Yeah. Every, everything every, every, does. Every, even after you, even after you disprove it, it it makes a comeback it's just the way it's it's especially in today's world where everything's a work i mean it's what it's, happens what are we going to do when harry pussy comes back oh god please yeah don't let that one come what's back. wrong with that why oh my jesus christ uh let's keep it what? moving we got jim what what if it's just trimmed that's different uh, that's yeah uh we go now to jim Cornette. With Bruiser Bedlam, um, let us hear from these two because that's who uh, Randy is going to face. So here it is. Fans, you heard Commissioner Bob Armstrong. You heard about the Macho Man Randy Savage. Bruiser Bedlam, right here. Jim Cornette. Hey, Commissioner's going to be across the ring. He's going to be oh. in the corner of the Macho Man. Oh yeah, he's going to yeah. be in the corner, all right. Maybe he can help carry the Macho Man out afterwards. Because you see, Bob Armstrong. You can't get back in the ring. You can't get your own revenge. I got you barred. So what do you do? You go out and you get this big-time WWF superstar. Try to take a page out of my book. Randy Macho Man Savage. Well, I got news for you. At the Volunteer Slam on May the 20th in Knoxville, there's going to be two superstars carted out of that ring. Randy Savage and Bullet Bob Armstrong. Now, Randy Savage, I've had some dealings with you in the WWF, and I didn't much like it. Because what I think you are is a Grateful Dead Jerry Garcia lookalike. I don't know whether it was Vietnam, World War II, the Korean War, or maybe even World War I. But you're shell-shocked, punk. You have a tendency to go off. But I got news for you. Brother, oh yeah. When you get in the ring with this man right here, you're going to tackle something the likes of which you've never seen. He's bigger than you better than you and stronger than you and the only reason he's never beaten you is because he's never been in a ring with you but i know bruiser that you've been around people just like this randy savage what did you used to do with them back in detroit huh you know jimmy when they come in the floyd plant they try to bust the lines i bust their heads i take a hat like his and stick it in his ears because he ain't nothing but a scab armstrong's a scab you're all scabs Hold this mic up, punk. Do what you do best. That standard looks stupid. I think I'm talking to you. Try you. You want to try me, punk? Next week. You're, you better not, punk, because you're not that thumb. Next week. <laughs> anyway, I am the toughest man, Jimmy. I'll fight anybody. Macho Man Savage, you're a punk. Smothers is a punk. Armstrong, all you people are punks. I'll try y'all. I'm the baddest man around. That's exactly right. Let me just say this to Randy Savage and anybody else listening. This man is a sadist. He enjoys pain, both giving and receiving. There's no way to stop him, there's no way to hurt him, and his strength has 
no limits. So Randy Savage, the volunteer slam, you come on down to Knoxville where you're going to meet your Waterloo and then maybe the bullet can pick up your tattered hat and your broken sunglasses and that feather that sticks out of the side of your head and he can cart you off with the trash just like he's going to do with anybody that faces Bruiser Bedlam. Ooh, don't go away, fans. We're going to be back right after this. Uh, Bob Cottle needs to chill right there. He's talking to a murderer. Mm, it's true. Um, anyway, Doc, your thoughts on this? The whole scab thing doesn't work for me. Yeah. And maybe Bedlam should just let Jimmy talk. I don't, I, I actually like Bedlam. I like the way he talks. I, I, I actually like him. But he, okay, so let me clarify this. When he calls people punk, I don't think he's calling them sex pistols punk. I think he's using the old black term that you're somebody who takes it in the butt. Because that's the original term for punk. Mm. I didn't think about it that hard, but I would take it as him saying, you're just a bitch. Like, I'll whip your ass. Right, type. right. You're such a bitch that you could get pilfered in the bottom. Oh, uh, okay. I didn't think about it that far, but uh, Hopper, anything from this? Oh, he's... You think these people know what, what fucking Waterloo is? No. no. Yeah. They also don't know what a sadist is, but that didn't stop him either. I mean, today... It, it's a history lesson <laughs> at uh, Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> They're finally waking up after <laughs> all these years. Uh, I, there was no Google back then, as uh, Daryl Van Horn said when uh, I was talking to him. You just kind of cut your promo, and, and it flies over their head. Oh, well. Uh, but it, I, I actually like this. I thought this was fine. Okay. We go then from that to a Rock and Roll Express promo. I got nothing from it. Do you, Doc? Nope. Hopper, you? No, fuck that. Whoa. Well, no. uh, let's go to Bruiser Bedlam versus Tracy Smothers from the Smoky, for the Smoky Mountain Wrestling uh, Beat the Champ TV title. Uh, Bedlam shows what he is made of when Bedlam kicks out of the jaw jacker finisher. I actually think he's the first person to do this since Tracy came into the territory nearly two years ago uh, with the promotion. I don't know if anyone's ever done that. Then... Um, on Tracy Smothers' second attempt to hit it, Cornette knocks Smothers off the top rope. Bedlam then puts the stomach claw on Smothers. Bob Armstrong comes in to save Smothers, but Cornette hit, uh, hits Armstrong with the racket. Armstrong then gets the claw put on him by Bedlam. Then Cornette throws powder in Smothers' eyes, because that's what Corny's gimmick is here. It seems we've seen him throw powder at least ten times. Uh, this happened after it took Smothers uh, to hit Bedlam with three different chair shots. Uh, the thrill seekers finally make the save and the heels powder out. A lot going on here. Doc, what are your notes? Well, go to 40 minutes and 10 seconds and tell me what the hell Bedlam was doing. Let's see. 40-10. Let's see what was going on here. Yeah, let's see what's happening there, pal. Because oh, they even call it. <laughs> he fell off the top rope. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just took a dive. Corny's like, God damn, we're positioning nah. you to face Macho and you fell off the fucking rope. God damn. That's why I'd call the high risk maneuver. Good oh. point, Hopper. He did yeah. he did bust his ass though, right? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, he, he busted his ass pretty good. I man, if I was Tracy, I'd call Stephen P. New and get some restitution for getting powdered in the face. That shit'll cause cancer. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a second. Um, what other thoughts about the match, Doc? I don't know. Not, yeah, he kicked out his mother's finish, like you said. That's a big deal. Okay. So, any anything else before we go to the last promo? No, not really, man. We, we've been we've been talking about this episode plenty, man. We we have, in my opinion, we could just quit now because we've given these people enough free content. This was a hell of an episode. I, I just want to put that out there. I actually really am enjoying this one. So uh, let's go to the closing promo with Tracy Smothers and Bob Cottle now. As Tracy looks like he's had uh, yeah. a couple of pounds of cocaine thrown in his face. Um, mm. So here that is now. Well, I was just hold on. I was just hold on. What? I was I was just thinking it would be funny if Jake came out and tried to snort Tracy's face. <laughs> <laughs> or he came out and just started like putting his lick his finger and put it up on his mother's face and then 
put it in his mouth and never mind. You don't understand. I get it. I, I think it's funny. That's fine. All right, let's go to some others now. A wild eyed southern boy, Tracy's mother. Tracy, I hope you can see. I hope whatever that was, Cornette threw in your eyes, didn't blind you. Mr. Cottle, what I just saw happen, you know. You guys can beat on me all you want, but when you do what, just what you did to Bob Armstrong, that really makes me sick, man. He helped me get started in this sport. He's been like a second father to me, like my stepfather. Me and his son, Steve Armstrong, were the wild-eyed Southern boys for five years, and we went to hell and back. And to see that happen to a man like Bob really gets me going. I can already see right now. Bruiser Bedlam. You're the strongest man that I have ever been in the ring with. And I know it's killing the bullet not to be able to get back in the ring now that he's back again as a Smoky Mountain Commissioner. What I'm doing, Mr. Cottle, is I'm volunteering to take that spot, to take those bookings, because Bruiser, Bruiser Bedlam, things look bad for the home team right now, but the ball game's not over till the fat lady sings. And by the good grace of God, the South will rise again. Thank you. All right, fans, next week right here, the Thrill Seekers, and well done. Until then, so long for now. Uh, I still can't get over Tracy's face with the cocaine all in it. Dude, yeah, it looks like him and fucking uh, Lindell have been fucking hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's great. Oh, uh, what else? What do you else? You got anything else, Hopper? It's just I couldn't get over the way he he. It's it's in his hair. Yeah, it's in his face. He just looks fucking great. I I I found myself distracted. I I didn't even write yeah. down what he was saying. All I wrote down was Tracy's fired up, but he looks like he had an accident with some cocaine. <laughs> Doc, what you got? All of what you guys said, but it's you know we've kind of gotten numb to a lot of his cliches. I think yeah, but standing there with that powder on his face and Mister Caudle just reminded me what a great sympathetic baby face and character he is for this promotion and just how good he is at his role. And just remembering when he first came in, I mean, I remember Harper saying he's their Hulk Hogan. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. he's like their Hulk Hogan and dirty white boys, like they're stone cold. Yep. Pretty much. All right. So we got a, we got to give out some disability checks. And we also need to get our government cheese award. Before I do so, I want to remind everyone, become a patron. Go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Get access to all of the patron-exclusive content, the world-class shows. The um, Whenever we do interviews, we post them early, like the Daryl Van Horn one. By now, you've heard it. But uh, it was up in its entirety a couple of weeks before it was out there for free distribution. Uh, I guess is the way to say it. Again, it's tinyurl.com. On, on our digital platform. Let me talk over you for a second, pal. You need to talk about our digital content on our digital platforms. Actually, what's funny about that digital content on digital platforms, I am able to sometimes post like a video version of the shows, kind of like what I was doing with YouTube. Um, I have found a workaround that has worked a couple of times now. Sometimes it doesn't, but uh, that's all I can really say at this point. But if you're if you're on Patreon, again, tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT, for as little as two bucks a month, you can see uh, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes when I can get it through the video uh, versions of the show, meaning the actual promos and whatnot as Harper uh, is either getting a blowjob or breathing into his mic again. Uh, tinyurl. He's conducting this show from a high-speed wind tunnel tinyurl.com slash patreon btt is the way to do it let's do some disability checks i'll go first this week I, I actually just based on all of our discussion and and what we've talked about kendo to samurai being a glorious train wreck daryl van horn uh jake the snake roberts randy savage cut some promos man this fucking show is getting a a nine from me with ease uh doc what are you giving it that's <sighs> You know, you would expect me, you, to come on here and tell you why you're wrong. And it is fun to do that. But I really can't in this case. I'm giving this a 9.0. Okay. Hopper? I'll give it a 9. 9.0. Clean sweep. Yeah. I, we got Jake. We got some... This was good, man. This was a really we good show. 
It sure as hell was, man. We got right. corners swinging into fucking nunchucks. Oh, there, bro, that was that was so bad. It was great. Yes. We've missed Horner and his brand of comedy. Uh, we we really we really have. It's just been. I'm giving him the fucking garment cheese. That shit was um... great. Man. <laughs> are, are you really? Yeah, that feels like a, that feels like he went a little too far. But hey, it's your cheese, man. You can hand I mean, it out how you that see. That shit it. was hilarious. I'm gonna watch it again. <laughs> it was ridiculous, is what it was. <laughs> if I can get, um, if if I can get the the video portion of this to to get to go up, man, I, I'm because I, I I'm gonna. That was the best part of it. All right, um, Doc, who are you giving your cheese to? It would be really easy to distribute this cheese to Jake the Snake Robert, but I, I'm not, not gonna do that. Because I was reminded once again at just how good Tracy Smothers is at what he does. And so, so he went there and drug a credible performance out of Bedlam, put up with a guy falling off the top rope, kicking out of his finisher, getting a face full of powder, and then cut that great promo at the end. So give me Tracy, man. He's, Got you. So he is a, once again, reminds me of why he's one of the most underrated guys in the history of this business. I hear you. Um, give me, give me. Um, I gotta go with Jake. I hear you on Tracy. Tracy, though, I really do. Cause Tracy, Tracy was was uh, so good here, man. Tracy was just phenomenal here. But give me, give me, give me Jake Roberts. Um, I have to, just have to. All right. So, um, hell of a show. Nine point all the way around. Tim Horner. What What about him? He got some cheese, dude. Know, oh huh? yeah, from 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 Harper. That's the last time that happened. I know. Yeah. That's just great. Let me remind everyone before we get out of here. Please use the Amazon referral link as well. The holidays are well upon us, and we really need you to use it. So it's tinyurl.com/bttamazon. Give it to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces in your life. Tell them to use it. Bookmark it every single time they shop. If they're like me and Doc's wives, they fucking shop all the time um, and spend all of your money. So again, it's tinyurl.com/bttamazon. It really does help me pay not only for the Skype service that we use because whenever I do recordings through skype if the person doesn't have skype and i have to call a phone i have to you i have to pay for that so there you go also we've got the podcast hosting fees all that shit costs money it's a free show but trust me when you use amazon and become a patreon member it really helps so again tiny we're in the red we're in the red here and we need you to help rectify that yeah. tinyurl.com slash btt amazon is a great way to support this show shout out to the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett they do their thing every single Monday just search them wrestling podcast about nothing and give them a listen as they talk some classic stuff and some current stuff these days and then also shout out to our vantage point the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn do their thing on Monday as well listen to them the northern side of BTT slightly classier a little bit more professional think you guys would enjoy it if you do give them a listen and so yeah do that for us all right i got nothing else doc you got anything man this has been a hell of a good time it really has um hopper you want to hit the tagline you want to hit the tagline for us hopper book this shit bitch
quick shout out to all the patrons out there, especially the Hall of Fame patrons and all of the patrons who make this show possible uh, each and every week that we do it. And don't forget to check out the video reviews that should be posted. I'm posting them where I can get them through on Daily Motion. So I just wanted to mention that before we get out of here. I know Harper already hit the tagline and all that good stuff. And I uh, just wanted to remind you, though, check out the videos that I am posting because I am, if I can get them through, I post them uh, for you to not only enjoy the podcast reviews but actually to see the visual of the promos that we are discussing and maybe clips of some of the matches and finishes and all that good stuff and lastly special shout out to all of the hall of fame patrons out there on this lovely november 2nd 2018 i want to say thanks to josh dunn ryan ashby good old justin k underscore row 86 disrespectfully classy marky blassie robert smith joseph ice tim orecci adam price brian evans mark wilson armando martinez dave jordan jesse jacobs josh fields chris meyer gerald green mitchell johnson mike prue will parker jeremy bryant classy alex slider 91 us david devries frog zeppelin sv pageant bill salsa big rich at spy boy sports cap ari miller 39 dustin roberts jay shiny 21 ruben espinoza jmm 7530 merciless jones jesse lucas chris browning justin underscore injury Coleman 822, Marty Howe, and T Hog94. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. And remember, guys, don't forget to check out those video reviews now up on Patreon uh, just for patrons, all patrons, that is. So thanks again. Have a great week, and we will catch you next time.